Do you like really old episodes of Channel 2 Radio that have never been heard before? You're in luck. This episode, the first in a new series we're calling The Lost Episodes, features Nick, Joe, and Adrian talking about the last X-Men movie, Logan. It's kind of shitty, but we think you'll like it. Enjoy! Right. Before we record, are we all in agreement, or do we have to talk about it that the music to Logan was completely subpar and terrible? Oh, it was one of my favorite this? parts of it. Really? Yeah. Well, I enjoyed pieces of it. I enjoyed the music during the final fight. So we're gathered here and running in the woods. <sighs> yeah, dude. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's talk about what we're doing. We're gathered here, Channel Two, to talk the last Wolverine movie called Logan, right? Which is the end. Is it the introduction? I don't know, I'm recapping it for, for people who are just coming into the scene. X-Men, oh yeah, kind of, this is very spoiler heavy, by the way. Uh, if you I think from this point on, the X-Men universe is either going to reboot itself or continue from this point, if well, that makes sense. I don't sense. think it's going to continue from this point. Why don't we talk about the movie first, and then... Because we're jumping ahead to your... Yeah, well, I mean... There's, there's a lot of context. <laughs> there's an order to this There's thing. a stage that this movie I'm sets sorry, I'm sorry. for where the franchise could go. Um, but I think you got to dig into what the movie does to kind of talk about that. Nick, you liked it. You're the first one who saw it. So I did. why don't you take the take the uh, pro? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with how you kind of come into the movie. I mean, I think we're all in agreement that the X Men franchise hasn't really been what we've wanted. If you had to give the X Men franchise overall a grade, like a letter grade, what would it be? Um. I'd say uh, like a C. Joe? B minus. Wow. C. Really? Yeah. I was going to give it like a B minus and give it a B out of the benefit of the fact that like I love the X-Men cartoons from the 90s. and. But that's why I give it a C, I think. Because like it doesn't, it never, it never ever kind of got to that level of like, you know, I kind of grew up reading the Jim Lee run of X-Men and the cartoons and stuff and it never got to that anywhere near that level. Yeah, uh... I'd like to say a few things, but it might jump around on our little table of contents uh, <laughs> no, schedule jump around. of things to talk about. It's like we're we're cheering and celebrating. We're even getting together to talk about this whole arc of a franchise about it. True, it's I, think it's, I think it's material. Enough. No, it's it's a it's a substantial franchise in the pop culture landscape. But we're but celebrating, it's, it's sort and of this has been an under performing element but of we're celebrating culture. C material right. I want to bring that to I'm attention celebrating, here I think you're right I'm celebrating I say this A material for Logan so you for think me. Logan's an A it's up there <laughs> for me it's not a, it's not a flawless movie by any means it's not maybe not even a really great movie but for me it did it and um, I don't know I really enjoyed it and it, it to be honest it moved me by the end of it all I, I mean I remember like going to the theater when I was 15 years old to see X-Men opening right. day in the morning. I was wearing a Wolverine t-shirt, okay? <laughs> there were six people in the theater at this like, 10 a.m. showing on a Friday. It was like me and I actually recognized two other guys who worked at a comic book shop on Rockville Pipe just sitting there. 
I don't know. The guy's been Wolverine for 17 years. I've liked the character my whole life, and yeah. for the most part, it's been good. I mean, to be honest, really, it's just the last two movies he's made as the solo Wolverines. The Wolverine and Logan have really are my favorites. I, I think even though I'm going to get into some problems I have with Logan in moments, uh, I would say that Logan and the Wolverine are two of the three best X-Men movies. Right. Yeah. Right. Be, uh, Ooh, what's the other one? X two. X two. Okay. X. I mean, you can't even if you feel like if you rewatch X two and it's kind of boring, and it doesn't really feel groundbreaking anymore. It, you got to give it credit for like what it did in the time and how well executed it was, and right. the way that it the way that it did expand sort of this sort of small made for TV version of the universe right into a bigger thing. It and teased, that Nightcrawler scene Phoenix. was Nightcrawler scene is still baller. one of the. I mean. One of the best Hollywood action scenes. I don't even know how how well, they got well, that action easy, scene. Ten years. Easy there. Huh? Nah. It's been more than ten years. That was probably 2004. Two, the, yeah. the, the Nightcrawler in X2? You yeah. even say the Quicksilver scene in... Uh, no, I'm talking like since uh, since 2000. It's the one of the best action scenes? <sighs> the Nightcrawler scene? Since 2000? Yeah. I'd, give it, I'd put it in the top Out of the top... Ten? Sure. There's Get like, the hell out yeah, of there's here, like, dude. There's, no, four, there's like four fights in The Matrix Part 2 that are way better than <laughs> no. that Nightcrawler scene. No. And I, actually, there are legit fights in Matrix Part 2. Side note. I agree. Anyway. The Matrix Part 2 that, have some fights in that time. I, I bet we can come up with ten in the next five minutes yeah. that are way better. Right. How about all of Mad Max? How about the Spider-Man 2 train <laughs> scene? Ooh. Yeah, that's that's good. So there's plenty more. Yeah. So many more. But the Nightcrawler scene is like... <clears throat> it was the first time, like, it was it was just this, like, big-budget, epic, like, superhero power orgy thing. Right? Well, it was a cool way for their second movie just, like, to, like, so start much, off with, because right. the first movie did so much fanfare in a time where comic book movies weren't a thing. Right. right. And they stuck to that cartoon love yeah. angle because it wasn't that far removed from when the cartoon was popular well, when it perfect came tone, out. Too. Yeah. Like the tone of it is really really nice. Yeah, and their hairdos were extra like late nineties wannabe cartoony, but in like a good way. When they were still trying to put that Wolverine they hair. They were struggling that for that Wolverine hair. They're like fucking anyway, like eight cans of moose. <laughs> I would put I would put Logan high on the list of X Men movies. Yes. See, but here's one of my problems with with Logan. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> right, yeah. Damn it. See, Logan finally had all the face slashing and head chopping that we should have been seeing for a while. And I'm not just going to go nuts over Logan because it has it. See, but that's not why I'm like loving the movie. Yeah, me neither. You know, I it's not like the, you know, all the fucking head stabs and like Although there are some great There were some good head stabs. There, there are some awesome I mean, But everyone's frozen, fight. and he's just like, skip, oh, yeah. skip. But I mean, that it, was pretty rad. It's funny yes. how you're saying that they they made up for it, basically, in this movie. In the first scene, he drops maybe ten F-bombs <laughs> and, like, right. annihilates, like, five dudes as if they were, like, trying to make up for the last 15 mm-hmm. years. And really doesn't want to do it. Like, he's very reluctant. I really like that scene. I just love how that, open, he doesn't that want opening to fuck scene them all up, but and his he, claws come out. Him. Yeah. And one, the one, one doesn't is, come out. I just, yeah. I just love that he's been alive for like three hundred years. I don't know. Just going into it with that whole feeling of this right. dude is just fucking beat to See, hell. I kind of had a problem with that scene because it changed the whole. 
Well, first of off, he barely, not survive, I mean, maybe survives, but he gets hurt the fuck up from that fight. Yeah. But then later in the movie, he's getting clone Wolverine claws in his armpit and getting thrown 100 yards into a, a truck. Well, you mean, know, like, come there, on. There's no, there's a shot, like, when he wakes up at the doctor's and she brought him to the doctor after that fight with X-24 or... Like they cut to a wide in his shirtless, and you just see like his like whole rib cage has been torn out, like like mauled by a bear, and he's just like chilling. Like if you think about, uh, you know, the level of damage that they actually show him going through, I think they're pretty successful in sort of just making it feel like a completely miserable experience and like unpleasant. Like you you, you might heal from getting stabbed a gazillion times, but it's going to take, you know, days. And that seems like it would really hurt. So I feel like they successfully conveyed sort of the level of damage that he got. I don't know. I'm talking about it too much. I, I feel like early on in the movie, they really hammed up how hurt up I he was. I agree they did ham And up. then later on in the movie, when he's getting all shot to shit, same with Professor X. The beginning of the movie, he's like... Way a nut long. job. And yeah, then yeah, as yeah. the movie continues, well, he he's hasn't the been taking his uh, dude. He hasn't been taking his, his meds in the beginning, though. No, he had. No, well, he, he stopped taking his meds, and that's why he gets more lucid. Well, yeah. I don't know. That shit wasn't very clear. Plus, he, you know, he's found a mutant, and so he gets to, you know, talk to other people. Right. You know, like he's got a really pathetic and miserable existence in the first part of this movie. Well, um, well what I was cool. kind of getting at was that the way that they displayed early on him feeling pain versus later on, or. Yes. Professor X being a nut job into being the Agreed. most lucid person around is that I mean I'm all about suspending disbelief but you got to keep that shit consistent and when you don't keep it consistent is when I start watching and going comic book movie huh? right superheroes gonna get punched in the face a thousand times and still get up and save the like day they didn't take, the bad they didn't take just a little extra time to make sure that it didn't fall into that trap too often in this movie, and that's ultimately why I I I like the movie, but I also really have a deep problem with it because it's so close to being well executed throughout, and they just make these boneheaded choices that they don't have to make that feel like either studio interference, which I think is pretty likely. Um, I think it's bad writing. I mean, the kids at the end when they're making a break for the border, yeah. why are they all by themselves right. and they're all getting snatched right. up and then they get together in a right. group and then they use their powers to get yeah. free? They could have easily not been routed into a right. group or handcuffed or I feel, I feel like all these different things. And that whole movie, situation was yeah. just written I agree. terribly. I, agree. I think everything in this movie that's not Professor X and Logan and Caliban and X-23 is like, sort of not dreadful but just uh of a much lev lower level that brings it down and then there's some stuff like i know it seems nitpicky but the fucking exposition dump with the cell phone video is That's so stupid mm -hmm. that was and terrible. takes you completely out of the movie and it's very badly executed and you don't need it you have but all the information like you need universe connecting because those were the same cylinders that you see the, this the is Mr. What it sinister like. stuff this is what at it, the end I know, of it's stupid and it's stupid it is super stupid it's super stupid and you know what it is is it's <laughs> they did some viral camp marketing campaign with that cell phone footage, I bet. And some execs thought, like, oh, this is great, cell. let's put it in the movie. Yeah. And probably everybody who's serious about the movie is like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> and the execs are like, no, you know, 
Put it oh, in yeah, and then it's like, let's go to fucking Eden or whatever, and right. then it's like the Stranger Things crew fucking right. find them. Right, right, right. You know, it's like, God. And then they're like, they're all like this like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome group of little kids. But just, the Professor X stuff is awesome. Like Totally. See, when the movie ended, uh, and... I was just like, I think Mad Max has ruined movies for me for forever. <laughs> I came back to that whole, it's the suspension of disbelief. It's yep. not, well, of course their narrative was plotted out like garbage, but <laughs> it's that, it's that, oh, he can take a shot in the beginning and be all fucked up, but then he's getting slashed like crazy later and is fine. It's that kind of breaking of keeping things consistent that I think is what took me out of it the they most. They exaggerated how beat up he was. Yeah. In the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think I agree about I agree with that. Like, he's like... Dude, he can take a shot to the face, no problem. It's not going to go through his skull. Right. The other stuff was like piercing probably organs and shit. Much harder to recover from. Right. Bullet to the head or shotgun to the head, no problem. Yeah, but that he was he was super hurt up from that fight with that Mexican gang in the beginning. Yeah. No, he's Like, fine. he was super hurt up. I mean, he had to take a nap after. Yeah. <laughs> um... I like no, so that was, probably, I was, I was, I mean, that was one of my unclear. biggest points about the backstory it, it not being like the Mad Max ruining everything <laughs> because of narrative structure point it was more that that like you know <sighs> you just can't keep shit straight <laughs> what'd you guys think of the backstory of professors Professor X's backstory of having probably killed most of the X-Men or I think it's great the event. The event. Yeah, and, it's and handled him. a little ham-fistedly. Yeah. Yeah, they say, like, because he never tells, like, I don't remember you, oh, I remember you only when I don't recognize you right. or something like that. And it's like, you never told me, but I remember doing it. And it feels like there's, like, a lot of lost moments that they're supposed to be sharing as this is both so, of those two's death march. If they wanted to do a, a sequel to this movie... They could they could actually do a prequel and have it be like a House of M situation with Professor X at the heart of it, like his brain starts to go and he is like one of the big reasons that there aren't many mutants left, because his brain just goes off and kills them all, you know, like Scarlet Witch did in the comics. They could, but and then well, they already that. said that that doesn't well, that's not what happens because Son of Striker does something to control the mutant gene. Right, right. Or that, that something like that. Weird. So was that Son of Striker? Because it sounded like he said a different name. I actually no, didn't catch that. Did. Or it, not no, Striker. He's it was a different. He was a different. They were retconning a different. Because Son of Striker uh, was that little, uh, that little Donnie Wahlberg dude in X Two, right? Yeah, yeah. So he, w- I mean, unless he had another kid, but I don't think it was Striker's kid. I think they were introducing a new thread. Well, it was twenty twenty nine. No, twenty twenty nine. Yeah. 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 So I mean. He'd have Weapon to be. X would have been late seventies, right? Weapon X, yeah, seventies, late seventies. Striker's fucking grandkid. All right. Oh, yeah. He looked a little old. And that dude was the s- Robo arms were cool though. Yeah, oh, I was. I was dude, talking I really to. I really like that villain. Yeah, he was good. And actually, on a quick side note, it kind of gave me hope since he's one of the lead actors in the new Predator movie. Oh yeah. Ooh. So I was like, all right, you know, because I, I saw <laughs> pictures of him and I was like, I don't know. You know, you never know. Even though kind of Adrian Brody surprised me in his take in 
predators. <laughs> predators. But, but still, I was like, all right, this guy can handle his, his own. Yeah, they gave him, they made him a pretty decent bad guy. But then, like his cool guy, bad guy death was lame as fuck. Very lame. Very. Yeah. Lame. He gets covered Very by lame. grass while everyone's doing their own little powers on him. I mean, like, <laughs> way to sell the movie. Ugh. Was it like? Yeah, it was. You don't even see anything. No, sir. It's very <laughs> terrible. Yeah, you it's saw more terrible. in the the life trailer with that fucking organism breaking the guy's. And I don't. Hand. I don't you mean venom. I don't even yeah. remember how <laughs> the the mad doctor died. Did he get slashed or I like? It's completely forgettable to me. If the, um, so the two villain deaths re- are subpar. Oh, uh, well, major shot subpar. He just shoots him, he sh- doesn't he? Uh, he does. He, <laughs> he just does. shoots, he shoots him. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Is, okay, I take it back. That was actually pretty good. That was good. Oh, yeah, cause he was getting at the gun to shoot the guys on the how uh, the how interesting mounted. How interested you guys be in a uh, X twenty three spinoff? Very. So I think where they can go with it is these kids have run off into the woods. They're the last mutants. They're gonna start a mutant academy. New mutants, maybe. Yeah, new mutants. I mean, <laughs> you'd be you'd be brain dead not to do new mutants with uh, that chick. Let's hope she doesn't become a drug addict or, you know, a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think doing the She's really continuing good. the the series through her and them is He's, is the only way that they really have to go. Here's because, what they're gonna do instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're gonna hire like Jessica Alba or something to be an older X twenty three. Oh man, that, like no. in the far future or something. With the far future down? I don't know. I mean it would take does she age at the rate of a normal person? She shouldn't. She shouldn't, right? Not with his genes. Yeah. She, I mean, she should. Also, how is she, she supposed to grow with adamantium on her bones? That's another kind of weird thing. I read something on the internet that said they addressed it. I didn't really care. I it's mean, like not on her joints. It's, it's just fine. like I'm on okay the middle it. part of her femurs. She'll still have, you know, yeah. nine-inch claws that come out of her hands when she's older. <laughs> and toes. But her One and X-24 don't one. have adamantium skeletons. They just have the claws. What did you? Oh, really? What did you guys think when you first saw... X twenty four. That it was a oh, like a Canadian stuntman or something. It didn't look like him at all. It looked like Liev Shriver. Yeah, yeah. I, I was completely confused about who it was. So the impact of it was completely lost on you. Right. Yeah. I mean, I didn't read the comics, so I don't want to Jones on I that don't concept think there is too a hard. For okay, cool. Because I thought the whole like this is his like swan song movie of I'm dead and, and this is like close the chapter on me as Wolverine. Do we really need to see a young version him not only be a villain for a hot second, but it was almost like them adding that fanfare. Because, like, old man Logan, he had one good shot at the end in the woods where the camera didn't cut away, and he is running after a bunch of guys, and he oh. does that double-fisted yeah. Yeah. plunge jump, which also, Green juice. that fucking camera was too close. It was too mm-hmm. zoomed in, so you don't see, you don't get to properly ingest the fact that this shot was a long shot that doesn't cut away and he's like running killing dudes like it's from the 300 and they blow it because <laughs> the camera's too close that yeah, was not right? one shot probably or something something funky mm. um i know it's kind of it kind of hits you over the head but i do kind of like that he was fighting himself you do death. like that yeah it serves a like purpose for sure uh, i know it kind of like, hits oh, you over the head deep. but it's like oh it's like his oh the turmoil of man no it's not even that it's deep it's, it's not deep at all but i kind of dig that he's that plays in universe that you can suspend your disbelief for and it's the most like fiercest version kind of like not even a thought kind of just the the ferocity that he might have had at some point in his life and that's all you have out of x24 <sighs> i dig it i don't i don't I think it's just a 
a, a writing like concept that no one wanted to like no one told like whoever had it that that we shouldn't do it and it just got yes man should it be just who should it have been then shouldn't have been anybody how about there was so much dead weight in that movie let's get a little more connection with the characters as opposed to needing a reason for eric lasalle to like piss off his neighbors. Was that Eric Lasalle? So, I keep yeah, I saw his name. I saw his name in the, in the oh. credits, and I'm like, what the what? Or Eric Lasalle. Eric Lasalle. Eric Lasalle. He was he a was doctor on ER. ER. He was and the farmer guy with the family. Wow. All right. Good for you guys. So it's like it, it was just that whole thing was just a reason to bring fodder for young Wolverine to just go through. And, and I, I mean, do like I do like how ballsy they were that they killed the whole family. Yeah, <laughs> like that was pretty pretty vicious. But to your point, it could have been uh, seemingly nameless robot arm guy that like you know takes Wolverine out like you know tactically. I mean, because he doesn't heal as fast as he does anymore. Yeah, like then, why even need to have the whole him fighting himself at all? Right. Well, because well, they do makes it you you need that sort of thematic. Well, to, There's a thematic or to show that they've been cloning or have been but also, making I mean, baby gonna, mutants while also cloning, working well, no, on the so, perfect soldier. So and the theme is a pretty the good theme of the, One of the big yeah. themes in the movie. I mean, <laughs> who else are you going to clone? Like one of the big Cyclops. Magneto, <laughs> Team Cyclops. Magneto's all right. Or how about that red guy from First Class that's stuffed in a oh suit my God. the whole time? Nightcrawler's like daddy. Hmm. Who? What? What red yeah, guy? That, that red guy. Night, yeah, Nightcrawler. Yeah. Was, that's not Senior? Nightcrawler's dad. That's uh, uh, Asriel. Asriel. Yeah, didn't he? He yeah. fucked uh, Mystique and had Nightcrawler. Evidently. I don't think that's true. They Look haven't said it's not true. Those are memes. Those are. Uh, All right, so we've spent about 25, uh, 25 minutes. Those are memes. <laughs> Logan, do we want to finish our thoughts on that and go to the next segment, or? Well, I, mean, I loved it. It was a good. Talk it, was about? A, it was a good, good run. It was another X Men movie that I'm okay with never seeing again in my life. I'm somewhere between Nick's opinion and Joe's opinion. I think it'll grow at least on one of you. I might watch it again once. <laughs> I'll I mean, say I so, saw the Wolverine again on TBS right. or, or FX or whatever, and it's decent so, until it spirals out of control. I will say this on the, at the risk of sounding a little sappy. like As a dad, seeing a movie about sort of the generational transference of, of you know the best of each generation into the generation ahead of it, you know... Is really it was really cool and really compelling, and I wish they sort of trusted that more and let the other sort of trappings of the movie kind of fall away and let it just be that. But they couldn't because they needed eight action yeah, scenes. Yeah, I felt no of four, connection you know? of Logan trying to like maybe be a dad to this girl well, or this girl actually looking at him to like hopefully but be so that's the some th- that's kind the of thematic, father figure. That's the thematic. Um, idea behind the X-24 character is like, this is what Wolverine would be if he didn't have compassion and, you know, remorse and uh, sort of uh, a better self. Sure. You know? If he was just like pure rage and and monstrosity, he'd be this thing. Or they could have not written that character at all and spent time <laughs> on developing the relationship with him and his daughter. I think they. There could I mean, be that. I think they developed it. I, I think they did. I, they might have started a little late in the movie, but I, I mean, agree for me, with that. I, for me, I don't know. By the end of it, I was. Yeah, well, that, that's they that's got what, me. That's why I had the problem with that opening and scene yes. being the opening scene because you put the emphasis on Logan being old and weak and not any kind of 
connection with her, with with Professor X until later. So you kind of are first introduced and you have that like, ah, oh, and then it like chills out mode. Well, they, back had, into they had the to movie. get you. They had to get you. They had to get you with the tone like very quickly. Yeah, but we've seen things that can structure their narrative in a better way. Do it in a mode that brings whatever happens in that first fight into what happens later, or being a thing later, later, or showing a fight from later then, and using creative editing to take you through the steps to get to where we're going. I really want to diagram that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a little far out, but it's like, uh, like you know, uh, Soderbergh out of sight. The way that they chop up the narrative to give you what they give you when. That scene was so unnecessary, and I felt like it took away from the character development and connection between him, Professor X, and having a daughter. Right. I don't know. I but but it's not just him having the daughter. It's also his relationship with Professor X. I mean, I think that's as important. And the Sun Seeker. In the absence of the X twenty three stuff, it's the heart of the movie. You know, is like the father son relationship. Yeah, and which is why we're all calling this a C plus movie. No, I think I no, think not that, all. <laughs> I think that that plot line was really well done, and I love how uh, Professor X is like completely disappointed in him, and it kind of resents him and hates him a little bit. But and that's a crazy Professor X because you don't know what Logan had to do during that incident, even like, even or what he's end. done with right. Professor X post right. that incident. Right. right, watching like all his buddy like mutants years. just like die around him. Well, he's the only person that could like make his way to Professor X to right. knock him out or shoot him well, with a sedative. Damn, or that hotel scene is the hotel scenes. Is, really it, is it the yeah, best scene in the cool. movie? Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's up there. The wood yeah. fighting at the end. I mean, you it, wanted it this, to be a little is, more, right? Yeah, because this is this is the same thing with every X Men movie. You get these splashes of people doing cool shit with their mutant powers, but. There's never an awesome scene that makes me want to like go back to this movie and just watch 20 minutes of it because that fight was awesome. You know, yeah. I've watched the first 20 minutes of Pacific Rim a billion times, Civil War, uh, Ultron has the the Hulkbuster fight that I've gone back to just to watch because the whole sequence is awesome. I actually have found that that wood scene sequence on Instagram and saved it, and I've watched it a few times. I like him just fucking hauling ass and just ripping like, dudes apart. Yeah, I know it's not it's, the best that it could be. I always wanted to see a movie of... I wanted to see basically the raid with Wolverine just going floor by floor and <laughs> yeah. killing 7,000. We don't seen get that. headshots like that for the it's past all, 10 years, yeah. though. And, and I, I, don't no, know that, I don't know that it would actually be uh, right, but there's a scene like that in Last Stand. I mean... That's what I'm saying. There's better Wolverine action scenes probably in other movies. Running through the woods, going berserker on guys. Right. You know? That's the one with the kid who's the cure or something. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Got its moments, but yeah, it's generally speaking, I mean, not a very good movie. The uh, <laughs> the opening scene where they have it in the uh, danger room, right? That was okay. They did the little cannonball, Colossus yeah, throws yeah, him, yeah, comes yeah. down with the sentinel head. Yeah, it's not bad. It's okay, but that's three minutes. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie happens. The danger room. You remember when Cyclops was a character for three minutes in three movies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. He thought he thought the proper career decision was playing Lois Lane's boyfriend in Brian Singer's Superman movie. Yeah. What an idiot. Wow. <laughs> James Marsden, though, I still say he would make a killer Joker. Uh, yeah, I could see that. 
Since when have you been saying that? I've said that a ton of times. I've probably have already... James Marsden. Yeah, I might have even said that in a recording of Future Past. Hmm. All right. We're we're talking about Garbage X-Men movies. I think what we should talk about since we're talking about Garbage X-Men movies is a... Adrian thought it was a really good idea to go off on a wild tangent about the various box office takes of all the X-Men movies. It was boring and really awful. So we're going to cut it out and jump ahead to a little later in the show. All right, well, this is boring anyway, conversation. It is boring. I'm sorry. I got, but, I got know, down with, the box office. With Deadpool, I mean, it comes so out on, included, on Valentine's Day. We'll just add a re- uh, fast forward. I'll just use that. I'll just Yeah, just use that. <laughs> Do it again. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, so how I mean, would we rank them? Well, well you know what? Let's I just do top Dead- threes, because right. top tens is going to take forever. Well, Deadpool, for me, is clearly number one, because it's probably the only X-Men movie that I would actively go back and watch again, because it's enjoyable. It goes by quick. Yeah, it's 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 light. It's more it's of a, a sketch. fun watch. Deadpool? Yes. Okay. It's, I, I, I mean, there's moments where it's kind of whatever, but it's enjoyable. And so is that number one for you guys? No, well, let's go one by let's go one by one here. Yeah, this for me. Joe's talking. And then I guess. Well, so you're so you're saying Deadpool's number one for Joe? Yeah, and then I wow. guess you can tie Logan with Wolverine. Nice, I'll take that. And then X one because of it paving the way, the way that you you know like two thousand one and Blade Runner is the same way we should be thankful for X one. Because of our our love for comic book movies. All right. So your top three, for the record, is Deadpool at number one, a tie between Logan and the Wolverine at number two, and then X One at number three. Yeah, I guess so. Ugh. But I also don't <laughs> condone going after C material. So what's the average score of these movies then? Average score? Yeah. Is it, is, are these three C material? Like, are your top three X Men? Uh, no. I mean, Deadpool. I would definitely give a B plus at the very least. Um, because of all the things that it has going on for it and the self-awareness that it comes with. I mean, the fact that it was released on Valentine's Day and that would be the only plot in a Deadpool movie that would allow him to do that whole girlfriend mm. blah, blah, blah. Because no other Deadpool movie from here on out is going to have that. Or need it. Exactly. Right. And that's why it was so perfect. Yep. And the way that it wanted you to take your girlfriend out to see this movie on Valentine's Day, and it was rated R, it was crass as fuck, and like, nice. they get into like dirty sex stuff, and like they talk right. about it very openly, and I don't know, maybe I'm just weird, but it's refreshing no, it's seeing kind of, that like kind if of stuff. If your lady friend, or male friend, or whatever friend, <laughs> uh, likes that kind of... Uh, movie, it's a, it's probably a great date movie. Well, that's why it's the highest grossing rated R movie highest ever. Grossing, oh, highest grossing X-Men movie Kind of well. like how the Fast and the Furious franchise is... Oh, don't even get me okay, started. Okay, all right, all right. We talk about trailers we've seen recently. Is that Ooh. Fast and the Furious trailer? That four-minute trailer was My awesome. My God. My God. What so they're fighting they... submarines now, I think. All right, real, so I haven't Nick, seen a single one of those what's movies. You, what's your top three, Nick? Um, Tokyo Drift is definitely at the top, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, my number one is Logan. Just come out and say it, why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> number two, uh, The Wolverine. Wow. And number three, you know, I, I've seen Deadpool quite a few times, and it is a fun movie, but I don't think it's going to get it. Um, I haven't seen X2 in a while, but I, I think if I had to revisit all the X-Men movies, I think I'd probably like that one the most. X2? Yeah. 
from what's right. left. So I'm gonna go with X2 as my <laughs> third favorite from what's X Men film. <laughs> so and that's that. And if I had to rank them uh, by letter grade, I mean. Based on those ten movies, I'd like to give Logan a A minus. A minus. But it's not my overall like film grade. Like I can't compare it to like a taxi. You know, ta- it's not a taxi driver's an A. You know, Logan's not an A. But within these ten films, I'd say that's definitely the A of the group. All right. So we're already grading the X Men movies on a yeah. skewed scale. For sure. His best movie is an A, and your best is <laughs> no. Because then I have to really. I mean, if we're gonna break it down, it, you know, I'm gonna t- take forever for him to break down my ABCs across all films. Fuck, forget about it. All right, so I texted <laughs> you guys this list um, yesterday, and I stand by it. I would put number one X two. I think it's the most X Men of the X Men movies, and sort of the most complete. And teases Dark Phoenix, which they completely botch in Last Stand. Yes. Infuriatingly so. But that's not that's not a, a mark against X2. And then a movie none of you have talked about it, which is insane, which is First Class. First Class is really, really good. Yes, it's got some... It's got the worst... Not, uh, it's got the worst stuff of the series in it, but it's also got the best. Well, I mean, Magneto Nazi hunting is awesome. Magneto lifting subs in the air is awesome. Magneto the Magneto like, sub scene is the only scene that is worthwhile in that movie. The Nazi hunting is cool, too. The Nazi hunting is cool. Plus, you finally see Magneto like in the 60s like throwing missiles back at people. Like that, That's X-Men number one right there. But I feel like at the same time, <clears throat> it has maybe the biggest fuck-up of all because it's like they gave themselves an opportunity to reboot the franchise and then they rebooted it with kind of another bland version of X-Men. Because Brian Singer wanted back in and so he came back and he tried to like... Well, that was Matthew Vaughn, though. Re- no, I know, but... but so they didn't but continue... But part two of First Class is Days of Future's Past, right. which is with everybody. Yeah, right. I kind of so dug that more. So it's not even though. a reboot. You like Days of Future Past more than First Class? I think it has uh, replay. The, the replay is better. Oh, first, first Class is short. It's got... Great deaths. It's got a good X-Men story. Jennifer Lawrence, who's the worst. The production design is pretty good. But she's the least worst in this movie. January (laughs) Jones, who's just terrible. But she's the least terrible in this movie. Uh, Kevin Bacon. Who's awesome in this movie. Was he? And he gets killed He's awesome in general, but the movie... No, he's he's pretty good in that, I guess. Sebastian Shaw. You see the Hellfire Club, finally. And that's cool. I mean, even though you've got, like, you've got the Jason (laughs) We see a lot of things. Uh, Um... And yeah. then I would. Meanwhile, I walk out of Doctor Strange's movie theater doing a backflip, <laughs> and how excited I was to watch a fresh right. fucking action movie. Right. And it's like Doctor Who. Oh yeah, Doctor Strange, weird magic guy. Oh yeah. All right, back to celebrating C material. And then in my text to you, I said the Wolverine, and then Logan. I think I've been too hard on Logan. I'm going to switch that with the Wolverine because. Even though the Wolverine has some really great stuff in it, including the director's cut with the ninja yeah. sequence is far superior. Um, I don't get why they cut that. It ultimately for ratings? And, yeah, I think for ratings. I mean, somebody gets killed with a snowblower. Like that's true. Snowblower. She runs them over. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, got too wicky wild at the end. Yeah, it got completely out of silly. control. Yeah. Giant adamantium robot guy falling down the giant 
Yeah, not robot warehouse. Not the silver samurai we wanted. <laughs> but, but the silver no, samurai we deserved. <laughs> no, not even that. But how awesome it would have been if they had this boost of confidence that they kind of put into Logan before that movie came out and had made a rated R The Wolverine. Very awesome. That would have been fucking rad. And I think that's what, when Darren Aronofsky was doing it, that that's what he was trying to do. Right. Like, make a smaller, authentic, legit, like, Japanese, you know, Wolverine oh, Samurai movie. Man, that would have been so cool. Right. But the cost yes, of losing him was you got the creative team that did Logan, which you love, so, yeah. you know. I mean, it did like, but to your point, I think it did take him a movie to totally warm up because there are some big missteps in Wolverine that, you know, hold it back. It was the first. It nothing was the first in, movie. Nothing in the Wolverine is as bad as the cell phone exposition dump in Logan, though. No, nothing. that that five minutes is terrible, <laughs> really bad. I mean, those scenes didn't even make sense how you would even get that footage. Like she, she goes from like, like clandestinely foul, like like she filming stuff to like just like yeah, yeah. staging shit <laughs> and running around. It was pretty bad, but yeah, it was pretty bad. I that that was, yeah, I didn't like that. All right, well, so and I would say X two is probably a B plus. So my ceiling is comparable to Joe's. It was the first time I think that I saw Wolverine in a movie where I wasn't like, put on the suit, man. You yeah, know? like I wasn't thinking about it during this movie, and I think that speaks something about it. I agree with that. Well, you weren't really clamoring for him to put on the suit when he was in Wolverine. Yeah, it was. When he was in Japan? Yeah, every, really cooler up until... being in, like, a suit like he's Chow Young Fat? No. With a samurai it's not, sword? No, not at all, dude. Fucking put on the suit, man. <laughs> put on the suit like Captain America says. I mean, says. he's ostensibly an X-Men, right? So it sort of would work if, like, Professor X sent him a care package, like, when shit started going down. Here's your suit. I mean, they had an interview with, was it James Mangle? Yeah. Mangle, he... Had a interview with him saying like, out of all the characters, he didn't think Logan would be the one who'd be like fashion, like worrying about his fashion. Oh like, yeah, put on the suit when I go fight crime. Like he wouldn't give a fuck. And that at was all. his reason why Logan never wears the yellow, right? Like, or the the brown and orange ever. But but they so even have think, a line or two in Logan when he's like yeah. getting angry about the comics where he says something right. about it. Like they need to justify. In and I was movie. cool with it. Why he doesn't wear a suit. Like, in the trailers when they played it, I was like, don't give me that bullshit. Just put on the suit, shut the fuck up. But when they did it in the movie, I was like, okay. Well, you even see him steal a cigar from uh, from that scene. I don't ever see him smoke it. I know, that bothers me. That bothered me about it. And is it that hard to give him, like, a brown leather jacket with the fur? I mean, what the (laughs) fuck? He was so close to having that. Just give it to him. Yeah. And boots and the cowboy hat. Yeah. I mean, you pretty much made a Western, right? They literally dressed him like a cowboy. Yeah, they have to dress him like a... From the gift shop, know, like a gambler or something. Yeah, but yeah. after the after you dress the dressing, however you wanted the doctor scene. Which I love when she punched him in the face. too. that was awesome. <laughs> you know what I kept thinking about watching the movie is like how much it would hurt to like just cut yourself and then heal. Like even though you're healing, yeah. you're still fucking are cutting yourself. Like that's got to be painful. Your nerve endings are are healing, right? So mm-hmm. like unless you're healing good. that that she's fast. like she's like fucked up. I mean, she did murder like I do a feel lot. Like, I do feel like they don't get quite deep enough into how fucked up she is. She murdered people harder than him, right? <laughs> but I don't think she did. I don't think they totally like get into the darkness of that. They play it more for sort right. of family friendly. Eat, like, eat gymnastics. <laughs> I don't know. Right. <laughs> but she's crazy, you know. Yeah. And she's you know, awesome. she is a Logan cl- uh, clone, right? 
who got, you know, fucked up just as bad as he did. I like that sort of about the movie that everybody in the movie has been fucked up. Right. Right? Like, almost to a character, everybody in this movie is the most fucked up position of their entire lives. And that would account for why most of the people don't make it out of this movie alive. <laughs> but right. um, I like that, and I like that they kind of... I mean, it, the Stranger it's, Things group it's all bleak. make it out. It's they bleak. Make it until, out okay. Yeah, until until the Nickelodeon version of X Men shows up in the <laughs> final. 20 there was minutes. a. They had a couple of them had a couple of cool powers, right? There were more X Men yeah, I mean, than some of the X Men. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a, a, a fire guy. There was an ice guy. There was a. I guess the leader guy was like a telekinetic. He could move shit. I don't know if he could like. They never gave the chubby kid a power. No, like he, he touched the, the thing kid. and there was electrocution. Oh, Spe- oh, right, speaking of right. the what? the kid was running. Yeah. Speaking of which, at the at the I, I'm a, you guys aren't as big of a sucker as I am. I don't think for the scene, but he was holding the Wolverine action figure. Yeah. There. Come on. That that was the one part out of the whole ending of dying that I actually was like, okay. No, no, no. There's, there's a little bit there. I thought, and that yes, was, I thought it was way the too cross much. to the I X. It was I was way like, too much. Don't the, the cross really? to the X was, See, it's funny. was what killed it. I, I was like, okay, they're getting, they're no, kind of getting there. The X Men, the man. Like, oh no, no, you have to. Have I was it. doing. I was like that guy X. from uh, Clockwork Orange. I was like, nope, not gonna do it. Not gonna happen. <laughs> oh god. I, was I think the X works. I think the Wolverine doll doesn't. I think the it's like. He escaped from a maximum security, uh, you know, biotech lab, and he's been on the run for the last six days, and he had time to go get a nostalgic well, Wolverine. Well, they doll. have their bag of no. He had his shit. bag of uh, treats. Like she He's had a uh, backpack her, of comics, yeah. and he had his toy Wolverine dog. But also, how did all those kids make it out? All right, they all had nannies too. They got murdered. Yeah, because Wolverine's the only one. Because they're they're obviously not after just her. Right, they're after all the kids. Yeah. Right. But um, I only Wolverine can. But like, so the the Logan. reason the superior steps Wolverine. in is because you know it I found this chick's real father in the one day of being on the run. Well, he was leaving dead bodies all over the place. He was. He was finding the yeah exactly. It's not not too hard to. Uh, I mean, there's not many mutants left, so like you find like mm. severed limbs on the road. Speaking of which, I was I we Adrian and I talked about this on on uh, Channel One at one point, but <laughs> uh, somebody had told me that. The Reaver, Reavers? Yeah. The Reavers in the comics were all past victims of Wolverine, and that's why they're all missing limbs. Oh, really? Which would have been kind of a dope angle to, uh, to like take in the movie. Because yeah. every one of those dudes had, like, a robo-arm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that would have been pretty cool. But whatever. but there's no way that main guy was a victim of Wolverine. He was like, well, by the changed. way, oh, I was yeah, trans. Yeah, yeah. It changed. Too. But what I, it still there's kind no of Hulk works. Be, it still kind of works because it plays as they've all been handling these, you know, right. vicious, powerful mutant children and God knows what else for enough years that they've been, you know, fucked up. Right. <laughs> um, and I kind of like that. And I like that he's like, I like that he's kind of a Wolverine fanboy. Like, he's excited about hanging out with mutants finally. Like, everybody is. Right, 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 right. He's like the one of the last standing mutants. I like Stephen Merchant. He did a good job, too. He did a great job. Mm-hmm. And really kind of thanked this role. But, like, really well done. You just get that he cares about everybody that he's having to betray, you know? Right. And that's cool. Like, you could play the betrayal side of it as an actor, but if you can't play, like, that genuine affection for who you're betraying, the betrayal part of it doesn't work. 
I don't even so really, really think nice they work. Sh- he had any betrayal scenes. It's just like... He's, been tor- he's getting tortured for their... Yeah, yeah but he doesn't he say anything him. or do anything. That's then he's in the, the back beauty of, of it. He doesn't have to say or do anything. You see it on his face. You see it how he reacts. It's and really nice performance. suicides himself. And that's that's the other thing. It's like well, Hugh Jackman thinks he's like he's at a really high level as an actor. And so he brings in these other performers that are almost to a person more interesting than he is. <laughs> But, like, you know, just his scene with Stephen... With, so there's sort of a theatrical quality to the first scene with Professor... Or he comes home, he sees Caliban, and then he goes to Professor X, and then he and Caliban have another conversation. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a theatrical quality to that. It's just two people in rooms talking for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, that was the scene with, uh, with uh, Charles in the being a weirdo yeah. in the thing. Yeah, that was, like... The acting chops going on there was right, unreal. and so Hugh Jackman's like going up against guys that are better than him. <laughs> He'd be the first to admit it, probably. Probably, probably. I mean, I mean it's, Professor X killed it in that opening scene. Yeah. I, I was just like, I didn't know what the hell was happening. That yeah, was, was good. That was fantastic. There's a little actory, but then it sort of settled down and got real. And I love it when he like yells at him that they're just waiting for him to die, which is like such a like an angry old man sentiment. <laughs> right. It's like very humanizing and, uh, you know, kind of bleak. <laughs> uh, he kills it. I think, he, here's a crazy prediction on March 21st. I bet he gets an Oscar nomination. I could see that. There's I been mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against it, but there's no way uh, an actor from Supporting an X-Men actor. movie gets thrown up in if the anyone Why not? If anybody would be, it would be him. It's probably the mm. best comic book Acting role we've seen in, I don't know. I think it's good. I think a long I, time. I think. Well, I'm sure Peggy Carter disagrees. I think this movie is <laughs> going to do really well come award season because it's because people are going to forget all the bad parts about it, and then want to like celebrate it because it's like a total Hollywood product, up to and including the the Shane homage and and. But there's the no way the Oscars are going to give. Like but you don't understand. They're all, they're all maybe like the, the, the whole the community. Are yeah, old. but it's called Logan. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? The community of the people voting no for this stuff are like old school Hollywood people. So like, there's there's love for this guy, like imbibing that into the movie. Yeah, has he won anything big like that? An award? He did walk the line and for uh, no Patrick it? Stewart. Oh no no, I'm talking about the director. I'm oh. saying there's a prestige oh, yeah, to yeah. The, the filmmaking team. And to Patrick Stewart, that I bet like he could totally get nominated for something like Did that. Did he do Last Samurai? Or no? No, that was Ed's Wick. Huh. Why am I, I don't know. fucking that up? He did Night and Day. Did he? Did he? I don't know. I thought I he did. I don't think so. No. Oh, man, I'm fucking up big time. Anyway, but I bet we're going to see him get an award. Or not even get an award, just be nominated to be like the fifth guy in. Nice. No? I don't know. No, it's pretty it doesn't early really on. matter. Why are we Oscar prognosticating? Logan. Prognosticating. <laughs> Let me try that again. And why are we Oscar Yeah, I mean, we prognosti- still have Guardians, Homecoming, and... Dude, they're not going to win any Oscars. I don't think any of those are going to win. Psh. Not, not, that, not, not that with that sh- mentality. Dude, they didn't yeah, win the seriously. first time around. Uh, how about Kurt Russell is going to kill it? I know. As Ego? We'll see. And we don't even know how. Like, what kind of fight him versus Stallone Old man. Easy. Yeah, I've been I've been keeping away from Stallone. from uh, spoilers and stuff. Shit in this movie, and you know it. Mm, it'll be like, I've seen headlines saying, "How big is his role?" That's not gonna be that big. Although he doesn't get <laughs> he does get an and credit. 
Mm-hmm. The end he, credit is bigger than like five minutes. He's the no. He's actually the, no. He's the, the Glenn. Clo- he's the Glenn Close character. He's mm-hmm. going to be just somebody who's spouting nonsense at the camera while the action happens far. But he's a, no, he he's a Nova guy. Beautiful, he's a Nova guy. He could have very beautiful, curly, flowing locks like an Adam Warlock. No, I don't dude, think they're going to make... No, that other dude has a better chance of being Adam Warlock. Lex Luthor. Oh, yeah, I, that guy. After Carrie James Fisher Gunn died... James loves that guy, too, right? After Carrie Fisher died, I bet a lot of studios are going to be really uh, hesitant to like keep pushing out these nostalgic driven reboots like so with what the are, older actors and shit what are they going to do when Harrison Ford dies in the middle of Indiana Jones I don't know why they're doing it I don't know why they're doing it do you know why they're doing it the insurance has to be bigger Money. than the budget of the movie <laughs> I mean it's crazy they, he's 80 right they make a they make a, a shitrick mech pardon me they make a metric shit ton of money on Indiana Jones not doing anything with it just on ancillary video rights TV rights um, streaming, Blu-ray, whatever, merchandise, and they fucking—they can't keep those fedoras on the shelf. They down could just—they could just sit on it for twenty years and do a complete, you know, fresh remake. Um, just put Chris Pratt in it, or the kid who was playing young Han Solo. <sighs> why not? Nobody can be Harrison Ford. That's why the Han Solo movie is such a stupid idea. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Nobody is Harrison Ford. Doesn't matter. Yeah, people don't. Yeah, no. it's it's stupid. It's really stupid. But Woody Harrelson's it's, in it, and he's going to be in everything. He's apparently at war with the apes. That trailer looks I, awesome. That does look awesome. I, yeah. I I think that looks awesome. Anybody excited for uh, Ghost in the Shell? No, excited is not the word I do. You're more excited about Power Rangers. Well, I mean, Ghost in the Shell, I might <laughs> see out of curiosity here or there. Power Rangers, I will definitely see. Wait, what? Well, not in the theater. Oh. Definitely on video and for free. So you're not going to go see Ghost in the Shell in the theater? In the theater? Eh, probably not. Really? I didn't see John Wick 2. Why would I see Ghost in the Shell? John Wick 2 is garbage. Uh, Sorry, it is. I can spoil it for you and tell you why, but I'm not going to. But uh, it's garbage. Is he, is he back? He's too back. <laughs> um, he came back yeah, real hard. I, I rewatched jo- uh, John Wick like John Wick, a couple the first weeks ago. Awesome. And man, is that movie good. It's a fun it's movie. It's eight. It's eight. It's eight. No, that movie that that movie goes from A to B. Yeah. No bullshit. The other one goes B to A. There. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. You'll see. There's one knife day. fights and there's gunfights. You'll see. Sold. Your eyes are gonna roll. How many out of your gold coins you do you have to shit get into the <laughs> cool hotel? Yeah. A gold coin is just, like worth a drink wait. and a room for a night. They expanded the universe. Bigger than fucking Star Wars <laughs> in that movie. It's ridiculous. When are we going to get a Star Wars trailer? Guardians. Uh, Guardians. That's too long. Sorry. It's only, it's it's actually not. Out. It's only yeah, like a month and a half, yeah. oh, which is shit. ridiculous. Very soon. Ooh. What? Yeah. I'm excited now. But then we'll also get a Thor trailer. I'm excited. Well, I think we'll get a Thor trailer before Guardians. Yeah? Yeah. It's pretty soon. What's another Disney commodity They must out have soon. something coming well, out. Well, Beauty and the Beast just came out, so that's not going to happen. Is uh, Fast and Furious? Or... That's Universal. Definitely not Disney. <laughs> Let's see what Disney has on the release schedule. So what's up with Charlize Theron being in that movie? Which movie? Well, Fantastic they saw that whatever, she could Fast drive a Furious. car in Mad Max, so let's no, cast but, but, her. Yes, that explains why they'd want her, but why is she 
actively participating in this movie. I would think that being an actress in Hollywood, you're concerned with making money. So I'm She's sure a pretty big they name. offered her a lot. Yeah. They were like, listen, we're going to give you Angelina Jolie dreads. Damn. That's a gun in 60 seconds, ref. I know. All right, here's what I think. And she was like, well, fuck. I went from bald head to... To dreadhead. To, to blonde dreads. Sign me up. Yeah, they don't really have they don't have anything before Just Guardians. Dread. They've got a movie called Born in China, which is a panda movie. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Yeah, like so real Guardians. Life, real I think we'll pandas. see it before then, but I don't know. Maybe we'll get an expanded one, but that's a long time to wait. Yeah, for the trailer. Yeah, or Thor could be. And Star Wars, out often. Star Wars wouldn't want Guardians to step on it. They'll release the trailer two weeks before Guardians, and then we'll see or it after. Guardians. Maybe after. It is but pretty early. Who knows? We might not get a trailer till Star Wars Day in September. Well, they've got they, so they've got Star Wars Celebration in April. Oh, that's when you'll get it. Yeah, yeah, and then Thor will be before. You'll Guardians. get a teaser in April, then you'll get the you get right. the first full trailer in September. All right, and then the story trailer in November. Yeah, and then you're done. You'll get the story. Yeah, you'll get the story trailer with Thor. Right on the third. There you go. Or you know around then. So boom. Oh, and the they've dropped the original music in the uh, that last episode of Rebels Uh with Obi Wan fight. It goes to the credits playing some of the classic stuff. It's really choice for those of us who watch Star Wars Rebels. That would only be one of us. (laughs) Yep. Did you watch Samurai Jack yet? Uh, No, I'm downloading them. Oh my god! I bought the season, so I I will, and I bought the season, so. Nice. You know, iTunes is Good getting my money contribution. It should. I'm still on season three. <laughs> I gotta finish. Some gonna, episodes are not, clunkers, dude. But yeah, they really are. And when, that's he, a, when he gets turned into a chicken, I had to watch that whole episode, and he's chicken fucking cockfighting. I don't even remember that shit. I know. I was like, "What am I? Four years old? I can't do this." But some episodes are like really just incredible. They really are. The yeah. sound design on that show by far is like yep. some of the best. All right, so we're sort of uh, rambling our way into the finale of the episode here. Sure. Yep. What do we want to cover? The finale of the episode. Yeah, what's the finale? Well, I mean, we've been going for about an hour. We had, by my count, two good 20 minutes, 25 minute segments so that we can (laughs) cut down to 20 minutes. And then we had a little news and trailer forward looking. Yeah. I think this is a good episode. If you're a fan of the podcast, if you're listening, (laughs) I guess you're a fan of the podcast. All three of you. We had a pretty good day. Not bad. Right. Not bad. We sure. Covered, we covered everything we, we needed. We to. got we got our episode in for the year. Now, we haven't had any sort of subvertly racist uh, advertisements this episode. <laughs> we'll probably keep it that way. But does anybody want to advertise well, we anything? I, something I saw Get Out. You saw Get Out? I saw Get Out. All right. So give us um, the 30-second advertisement for Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could do all that. But I, um, I liked it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's overhyped a bit. That's what I, I hear. Think, but I it hear. is well done. I feel like it's like you, you heard from all the people who don't really go to those movies and they mm-hmm. don't see those kinds of movies. Right. And then they see it and they're like, wow, this is refreshing. But it's like, mm, it's a good one. It's really good. But. I understand race relations play a role in this movie. There isn't. Yeah. I mean, can I spoil anything? No, I want to. I don't care. God, I want to see it. Okay. God, there's one great shot that I, I maybe. I was the only person laughing in the theater. Which surprised me. It's always a good thing. It's it was fucking awesome. That happens. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I was Um, almost the only person laughing in the theater when they put the they changed the his grave 
cross to the X. Did you I, laugh? I almost laughed out loud. That would have. I think my eye off. roll was so loud <laughs> that the people behind me heard me. It echoed. That's mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. You robot. <laughs> Joe, do you want to advertise anything? Uh, want to plug anything? Anybody? Well, no. that's a more complicated <laughs> question. <laughs> No, I mean everybody should watch Rebels. Everybody should watch Logan or uh, uh, Legion. Um, to waking up Iron Fist bit. and how Marvel well, does their Netflix series. Here's what I propose: Let's make this a thing. Let's record sure. more often. We'll put out more episodes that people will listen to them. We'll put it out. We should actually put this one out. Maybe yeah, we will. Why not, right? Maybe we will. I have the perfect uh, opening song too. Do you? What is it? We got to go with the '90s X Men theme. <laughs> Come on. And I, you know it. Yeah, I know, I know it. Gave it buying cards in the mall. <laughs> the, the Sega Genesis music is almost as good. Not quite. Not hummable in the way that Joe just, just took it down. <laughs> all right, well, we, so it's, it's been a great an hour. Setting. Should we wrap up? Sure. Um, all right, this was Channel 2 Radio. Peace. So long. We'll play some music here. And we'll do a real advertisement. Cue music. <laughs>